welcome to Cowboy Jim's Stories Around the Campfire. I've talked before about some trips, camping trips and backpack trips I've been on that just didn't turn out the way I thought they were going to, and there were some more. It seems like so many times when I went on trips, I got into a lot of rain or bad weather, and so here are a couple other stories. I've had some really good camping and backpacking trips, but also a couple others that really stretched us. One was everyone in my family, just about everybody, we were going backpacking up the Wimanooch one summer. It had been a very, very dry summer, and so we were limited as to fires and things like that because of fire bans, but we decided it would be a good trip to go, and so it was my wife, Anne, and myself and our youngest son, Ben. And then it was also my daughter, Carrie, and her husband, Ben. And we were going to spend a few days going up all the way up to uh, Los Pinos and maybe up towards Wimanooch Pass and that direction. And so we got started uh, one day as we headed into Miners Park down to Hossett Creek. That's the first couple of miles. And just kind of get everything set on our shoulders and shoes feeling right and everything. And we got to Hossett Creek. I think we stopped there for a little bit and maybe even had lunch there and made sure, again, everything was good. That's just a good time to stop and make sure your packs are tight and ready to go. And then begins a trail from there. And we were headed up towards the Wimanooch Bridge, which is about five miles from that spot. We started on up, and as you go up out of Miner's Park, it looks kind of flat, but as you start going, you realize you're already gaining a lot of elevation. At Miner's Park, it's probably at about 8,500 feet above sea level. And if you've been living down in the flat lines like we had been, you really notice it. And so we were moving up kind of slowly up through Miner's Park, just enjoying the time. I was in front and moving along. I still tended at that point to walk pretty quickly. I was going on ahead. And after you get out of Miner's Park, you start going up a a couple of uh, pretty good little hills. It's pretty good little climb and you get up there. And as I was going along, I suddenly realized that weather was changing and it was changing pretty rapidly. The next thing I knew, first of all, rain and then hail started coming down. Now, hail up in the high country is nothing to really laugh about because sometimes it can come down really, really hard and it can can be dangerous. We were still walking along the trail and a lot of where we were was kind of sheltered by trees. And so I kept them moving on ahead. At this point, we had some little walkie-talkies that we were using and Anne called ahead and said things were getting pretty bad for them. At that point, Carrie wasn't feeling so well. We didn't know exactly what to do, but we couldn't stop right there. So I kept moving on ahead and got up on top of that first couple of little hills that you have to climb up there. And there's a meadow up there at the top. There is a hunter's campground actually very close to that. And I knew about it, which comes into play a little bit later on. 
So as I get up there, I knew that already Carrie was really feeling the altitude and feeling cold. I decided probably the best thing we could do is just stop right there. And even though there was a fire ban, that we needed a way for her to get warm. And so I found a good place to make a little fire right by the edge of the trail, kind of covered it over so that the rain and hail weren't putting it out. By then, the hail mostly had let up. And that park where I was looked like it had like a little snowstorm. There were probably inch and a half, maybe even two inches of hail on top of it already. And so I got the fire going and uh, trying to warm up. I was I was actually cold too because at that when it started we were all hiking in short sleeves and shorts and the temperature drops dramatically in those situations especially with the hail coming down and and so it it was already pretty chilly out. My son-in-law Ben got right up there with me and we were both around the fire and finally I think he was the one that went back to help Carrie and Ann and young Ben uh, to come on up with their packs. And he helped Carrie, especially with hers. And I, I think he put it on and helped her all the way up to where that fire was. And so everybody got up to the fire. They're trying to warm themselves around it. Carrie is visibly shaking. She is so cold. Looking back now, I think it was probably also a little bit of mountain sickness, elevation fever, something like that. And uh, she just wasn't feeling well at all. And I knew that we couldn't go on. And we also all knew we couldn't go back down the trail where we just were. It was too bad. It was too wet. And it still looked like there was more storm coming. I remembered where the hunter campground was and put on my backpack, walked down to that. And it wasn't very far from where I had stopped, actually, down off the trail, got down there. Everything looked really good. And so I had everybody follow me on down there to that hunter campground. The Hunter Campground was called that because over the years, a number of guides had used it as a place for their hunters to have either a drop camp or something like that, where they would set them up and then their clients would be able to go elk hunting or deer hunting in the area. This was in the summer, so I knew nobody was going to be using the camp at that point and got down there and right away set up the tents as well as I could and made sure everybody had a place to get in out of the rain and hail get Carrie in a sleeping bag so she could begin to warm up. It was kind of a nerve-wracking night really. We were all kind of cold but I got another good fire built there so that we could warm up and get some good hot soup in us and some hot tea and just try to gather around the fire that way. There's a little stream just a little ways away where we could get our water. So if it wasn't that Carrie was feeling so bad and it was was so chilly, it would have been a very pleasant evening. But as it was, we were all concerned. And I remember all through the night, Carrie still wasn't feeling all that good. And we were a little bit concerned for her. The next day as we got up, the sun was shining. You would never have known that there had been a really bad storm. All the hail had melted. The trails were muddy and wet. 
But other than that, everything was really nice. We made the decision, though, that it wasn't a smart thing to continue on our backpack trip. We knew we'd wanted to. We knew we wanted to go on in. But just with Carrie feeling the way she was, we thought it wasn't a good idea. And so we made some adjustments. We decided to go back down the way we had come, down to Miners Park, and then follow the Hossack Creek down to Wimanooch Creek because I knew of another campground down there that was nice and we could spend a day or two there and go fishing in Wimanooch Creek and enjoy that time. And so we did that. We put on our packs, made sure everything was all right and Carrie could move some. And so we took her on down and got us out down a little bit of an elevation too, which helped her. We also, as I recall, took some things out of her backpack and shared them around. And so we took uh, the hike all the way down then to where Wimanooch Creek is uh, and where Hossett Creek comes into it. You'd have to look on a map to know what it is, but I've been there many times and, and there is a good place. And so we did. We spent one night there, uh, set up our tents again and enjoyed the time, did a little bit of fishing, just a, li- a little bit of exploring in the area. I know my son Ben was really excited about the area and looking and there's lots of rocks and different geologic things to look at. There's stories of lost gold right in there and of course you always think about trying to find that. But it uh, rained again that night and uh, I, I knew that somehow that there was a big storm that was just coming in and we decided that we had had enough. So we packed everything up that next day. We walked uh, back up to where we had started at the trailhead there. And since we were still out camping, we decided, well, let's just car camp. So we went and drove down to a place. uh, It's uh, actually on Williams Creek. There's a little campground there. Nobody else was around. And it soon became obvious why, because everybody else had been paying attention to the weather and probably had a weather channel. We didn't have anything like that. For the next couple of days, a big storm was coming in. Like I said, every time I go camping, it seems like it rains. But so again, we set up camp one more time, tried fishing there in Williams Creek. I don't think we did any good. The water was so high. There'd already been so much rain. It was hard finding enough dry firewood because there we could have fires in the uh, in the campground, and we spent another night there. None of us really having that much fun. As beautiful as the area is, right from that campground, you can look up and see where the mountains are uh, up on the Continental Divide, up past Williams Creek, and that direction. It's a beautiful, beautiful area. But when it's raining so hard it's not as enjoyable. We finished that trip, we packed everything up, and we went back to our friends there in Pagosa Springs, the Dreesons, and they let us stay at their house for the next couple of days just hanging out there. That was a trip that didn't turn out anywhere like we thought it was going to. But I was glad we were able to be together. I was glad that we had enough skill and ability and things with us to take care of Carrie during that time and for everybody to really be able to stay warm. Ann and I had a backpack trip one time. It was just the two of us and it was in the month of May. 
And we were, we decided to go up Turkey Creek. That's uh, somewhere near Pagosa Springs. And the reason we were going up, I'll tell in another story about uh, a mine I thought I had found, uh, maybe a hidden mine. I wasn't sure, but I hadn't had a chance to check it out. And so we decided we would go up and check things out. Uh, we left the kids with some friends and we started our backpack trip up Turkey Creek. And Turkey Creek is a pretty simple trail for the first five miles or so. And then it, you cross Turkey Creek and then you start really going up, getting up to Turkey Creek Lake and all of that area. But we weren't going that far. We were going up pretty close to where the trail crosses Turkey Creek. So we thought we would be fine. We knew it was going to be kind of chilly, but we didn't have a clue as to what was going to happen. We were walking along and everything was fine for about the first three miles. And then suddenly the trail was covered in snow. And not just a little bit of snow, it was still really deep snow right in there. Very hard to walk through. We tried walking through it and it was just so soft and so much work. Uh, we couldn't get much farther. It just wasn't worth it. It was too hard. We didn't have anything like snowshoes with us or anything like that. And, and I knew that where I was headed for my hidden mine, that uh, with snow like that, there was no way that we were going to be able to get to it. So we went back a little ways and found a nice little meadow just to set our tent up on. It was pretty close to the creek there, so we had plenty of water, we had plenty of firewood, and so we just made our camp there and spent the night there. It was up until the sun went down, things were pretty nice, but then it started getting really, really cold. We got into the tent and I realized that I had forgotten my sleeping pad. Now, the sleeping pad is something you sleep on to help keep the ground maybe a little bit soft, but one of the biggest reasons is for insulation. Anne had remembered hers, and somehow I had not packed mine. And so I spent that entire night on the cold ground in my sleeping bag, and that ground was frozen solid. It was so cold. And I always uh, made the joke that Anne wouldn't even share her sleeping pad with me. <laughs> well, it's not big enough to share anyway. And plus, she was the one who'd remembered it. So that was possibly the coldest night I had ever spent camping. It was just absolutely freezing. Finally, got up early the next morning, made a fire so I could get warm, had breakfast, and we backpacked on out of there. That was a cold, cold camp. And if I didn't learn anything else, I learned remember your sleeping pad so that that wouldn't happen again. I actually was on another trip up there uh, hunting, actually guiding some hunters. And we spent one night close to that spot. And it was in November. There was already snow on the ground and it was cold. And that was another place, it was just so cold. One of the coldest nights I've ever spent. So make sure when you go camping, you have a good place to lay. You don't wanna lay on that cold, cold ground. There were some other places we went that were cold and wet. One time my family, when I was still in high school, 
mom and dad and my brother Tom and sister Jane. I don't remember my older sister Sue being part on this, but we went on a backpack trip. Now, none of us had really backpacked before. I had a little bit for a day or two with one of my friends, and I think maybe Tom had a little bit. But mom and dad wanted to go up in the, close to the area where mom grew up in the Burns Hole country. And so we went all the way up there. We kind of had some old backpacks that we had borrowed and some of the sleeping bags that mom had made. And we were going up and wanted to climb some of the places. It was Sheep Mountain and W Mountain uh, way back up there. My Uncle Joe drove us a ways up in his Jeep so we didn't have to hike that first, I suppose, 12, 15 miles. But then it was five days that we were supposed to be gone going up around uh, all that area. And it was a special trip in many ways. It was a lot of fun. It was uh, stopping and we could stop and fish in these little creeks and, and we did pretty well with that. And our part of our plan was to do that. Dad was carrying the biggest load by then. He had this kind of big hay tarp, kind of a heavy old thing that we set up each night for kind of a tent and lean to. After I've done so much backpacking over the years, I can't imagine carrying something that heavy, but that's what dad did. And, and so we had a really good time. The first two or three days were really, really nice. I remember even one evening, my brother and I going out and we shot a couple of grouse for our dinner. And that was really fun. Have grouse like that cooked over the fire, some fresh fish, fried potatoes and onions. I mean, that, that sounds really good to me even now. Some of our biscuits made over the fire. And that was all good. But then you probably already guessed it. You know, when I go camping, something's going to happen. And sure enough, one morning we woke up and our tent that we had built that out of that old tarp had this big sag in it. And it was full of snow. The fields were covered with snow. The trails were covered with snow. It was a cold, cold morning. Now, this was towards the end of August. It was a pretty heavy snowstorm. I don't know exactly how much, but probably six to eight inches had fallen. So we had to pack everything up. And so that whole day, we're walking in the snow. And of course, it was getting warmer. And so the snow is starting to melt and things are muddy. And that night, we finally got to an old line camp. Uh, that was an old cabin that mom's family had used for years when they were having the cows up in the high country during the summer. And that's where the riders would stay. And so that last night, we were able to be in that line camp and not have to be out uh, in the snow. And it was, uh, it was quite the adventure. I remember that maybe being my first extended backpack trip. And uh, little did I know that down through the years, I would spend many, many nights out on backpack trips, enjoying creation of God, enjoying being able to walk from one place to the other, see things that very few people have gotten to see. Well, there's lots of other camping trips I've been on. Like I said, some of them turned out really good. Every now and then we had one like that one that there's snow, there's rain, there's wet, there's cold. But in some ways, that's okay, because you're still out in the outdoors enjoying all that you can enjoy of God's creation. Hope you have a good camping trip sometime soon. This is Cowboy Jim's Stories Around the Campfire. I'll see you again 
next time.